Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain, and today my guest is Michelle Burke. She's an award-winning author, sought-after leadership burnout coach, facilitator, founder, and CEO of Energy Catalyst Group, a consulting and training company for well-being. Over her 20-year career, she gained a deep appreciation and perspective working with people and cultures from all walks of life. Michelle has trained thousands of participants to make positive change, bridging communication gaps, getting in the way of a thriving workplace and a joy-fulfilled life. Her mindfulness coaching helps women to feel empowered, take time out, and to lower stress. We thank you so much for being on the show, Michelle, because I don't think we can get enough joy in our lives. So I love having you on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm just thrilled to be here. Well, I love to start with, I'm sure you weren't born and had, tw you know, young life of filled with joy. There must have been a journey that took you down this place to seek this out that you're sharing with people. So share a little bit about your life journey and what brought you to do what you do today. Wow. All right. Well, uh, you're right. I mean, I, I was told, uh, the interesting thing was, I was told when I was a child that I was very joyful, that I made other people, I was always smiling and laughing and what have you. I, I And I do have memories of that. But I also had uh, major challenges in my life early on and lost people that I loved. and had to figure out how do you get, how do you re, re find that joy that you had, that I felt when I was a child. Right. And I think a lot of us as children were played and had fun. And, and then you, as you get older and you have responsibilities and life happens and situations come up, right. And you lose people that you love or you lose a job or whatever is going on. All of a sudden you're like, wait a second, where is my joy? And I've had that question <laughs> Um, on many occasions at different points in my life. And based on where I was in my life, the answer or what showed up was different. For example, I, I started my own consulting company in my 20s. Now, never in a million years did I think that I would be doing that. But I had a mentor who was very instrumental in me taking a risk and seeing that I could do that and really helping me see what my gifts were at that time in my life in my early 20s to go for it. And and I did. I took a leap of faith is what I call it. And and that set me on a completely different path than the one that I was on. And and I'm so grateful because I love the work that I'm doing and I'm still doing that consulting and coaching today. I also want to say that you 
it doesn't happen on its own. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things where we have to, I guess the way I look at it is we have to stay open. And, and I like to tell people I've always been divinely guided when I'm paying attention, when I'm paying attention. <laughs> I love you know? that. Yeah. You know, paying attention is important. You know, my husband and I have been married for about eight years now and he's a rocket scientist. So he doesn't, he doesn't get or understand any of this. And I set intentions for my life and I always set intentions around joy. Mm. And his response to that is, oh, you can't accomplish joy. You can have happiness, but not mm. joy. And it's, mm. it's interesting that perspective, right? Uh, yeah. You might be happy in a moment, but you can't reach that solid joy. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't believe that. I believe we can have joy, even though joy seems like a big word, right? And a mm -hmm. big emotion and a big energy. I believe we can reach times of joy. Now, does that mean our life 24 seven is joyful? I don't think that works that way in this <laughs> environment. Right. Um, I, I just I don't agree. I, I, I don't think that's what we came here because if you came here just to have joy, you would have stayed back at source, right? <laughs> Where it's perfect. We came here to kind of achieve joy through many challenges and experiences. And I think that's our work, our action item. Um, and I don't know about you, Michelle, with working with clients, but the other thing I found with clients is they expect their partners, their friends, their family to bring them joy, mm -hmm. right? Everything yeah. outside, that's their responsibility to bring me joy. And I don't believe that. I think we bring ourselves joy and we can't expect others to do that for us it's within us. Have you found that with people that are like, my husband doesn't bring me joy or my wife doesn't bring me joy. And I'm like, hmm. well, I don't think that's how that works. I uh, so agree with you. In fact, one of the things that we talked about in the, our joy cards um, deck and book was that joy is an inside job and happiness that here's, it was interesting that you were talking about your husband happiness is the external. We can reach happiness and somebody can make you happy, right? Like a situation can come up. You could get a raise or you could buy a new car or a new dress and you're like, Woo, I'm so happy. You know, oh my God, I love my dress. I, I feel so pretty, right? Whatever that is, that's great. And, and we want to have those moments. We, we definitely don't want to say happiness is, we don't want happiness. We only want joy. We want both. But joy comes from the inside out. You have to cultivate that from the inside out. And you, I really love the way you said that because other people can't make you joyful and you have to do that for yourself. And the hard, the hardest times to do that is when we're feeling sad or when we're, we're stressed or when we're anxious or worried or fearful, that's, that's what makes it even more difficult to find those joyful moments. But the more that we practice cultivating the joy within the easier it is to access when we are going through those difficult and stressful times. Yeah, I love, I love that. And we you talked about before we got on the show that you created your joy card deck during COVID when <laughs> everybody was really struggling. Now, 
if you guys can remember COVID, wasn't that long ago. <laughs> That's right. It was hard on many of us to be isolated, especially us that love socialization and people mm -hmm. and being around people to be isolated. But then all the influences externally coming in, all the fear, all the anxiety, all yeah. the stuff coming in was heavy and hard to keep a bay because I think we were all affected. So talk mm -hmm. to us about your creation of this card deck and share with us. And she said she would actually give us, show us a reading so we get a reading. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, I'll just, I'll share with the um, listeners and the viewers what it looks like. These are the joy cards. This is the box. And we actually won a Nautilus book award recently for it, which was really exciting. So essentially we, my co-creator Lalamini and I decided that we needed to find our joy again because we were stressed out during COVID and we're fearful like so many others. And we're wondering when is this going to end or how are we going to, you know, get out and enjoy the things that we always used to enjoy. And so we challenged each other and we said, let's just find one thing that brings us joy. And we do that each day. And we had to report into each other, whether it was a text. She lived in a, lives in a different country. She At the time, she was in New Zealand, and I'm in the U.S. and in California. And so we would text each other or WhatsApp each other, and we would report in what we did. Now, some days we didn't do it. We just didn't, and that's okay. But we found once the, when we started doing the things that brought us joy, like I love baking. I love walking my dog. She started painting again. And we finally realized, wow, with the stress level started to lower, like we weren't as stressed and anxious and fearful because we have these moments of joy that were interspersed, you know, in between the stress and the anxiety and the fear. So, so it wasn't just like a baseline of, you know, like, like I was feeling at the time. I mean, it really was... And after having COVID, I was even more like stressed about it. So we came up with 48 different ways. And the 48 ways are within four categories, mind, body, heart, and soul. And we thought, you know, this would be a way for people, if you want to focus on just one area, maybe your mind chatter is just getting out of, you know, out of control and you need a little help to kind of get you back to feeling more calm and peaceful, or maybe your body just, you haven't been moving and you're just feeling, you know, not that great. So we've got a whole set of uh, cards that are focused on, you know, having you feel better about yourself, you know, physically. And, and that includes being able to look in the mirror and appreciate the fact that you have a body, you know, <laughs> and that you can move and, and whatever it is that your body does for you. So, that's how we got it started. And Lalomni actually is an artist, as I mentioned, she paints. And on the back of each of the cards, I'll just, I'll show you a few of them. She's paint. these are all original paintings. And so they're just beautiful to look at as well as the fact that wow. each one of them has a different message and they're divided in those different colors based on the mind, body, heart, and soul. And and then what it has is a booklet. We did all this research. And for every single card, this is the really fun part. 
is that each card has the science and of why and how it can make you more feel more joy inside. So we wanted to provide a resource, a way, a tool to jumpstart, you know, joy for yourself. If you're stuck, if you're just needing more self-care, if you're just feeling stressed out, this is a great way to be able to help yourself or gift it as a, to a friend who's in need. You know, that's, that's another way. I love that. I love that. What a beautiful creation. Thank I think you. that's awesome. And I love the fact that it has the science behind it. It also gives us suggestions on how we can bring in more joy. I love that as well. Um, Cause I think joy is a struggle for lots and lots of people. We get stuck in old cycles and energy and we don't know how to get out of it. You know, COVID yeah. was a great example, even for those of us that are very spiritual, it still had an impact and we're bringing out all of our tools, trying to figure out how to be okay in this energy. Right. So yes. I love yes. that there's a tool there that can really help people kind of pull out of that so um if yeah. you like I can do a little reading for you yeah, yeah let's do one I'm okay. excited all right so what I'll do is I'll, I'll I'll fan out the cards and I'll mix them up <laughs> and then what I'll do is I'll just point and then you can whatever card speaks to you that's the one I will share and read okay so right there right in there yep right there yeah see what we okay, get so that's the back side Ooh, i love this this is one of my favorites it's called music for the soul wow now, do you notice it's a purple card by the way did you notice <laughs> it matches your purple wall <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. So this says music for the soul. Let the rhythm sway you. What melodies make your soul sing? I love that. You've got a soul card tune in, absorb it. Music lifts your mood and reduces anxiety. Let the rhythm sway you. So now I'm going to go to number 37. Each card has a number on it. Now I'm going to go into the book and look up 37. So it says music for the soul. And I'll just tell you what the health benefits are. So music is known across cultures to have physical, mental, and emotional health benefits, including reducing anxiety and elevating your mood. There are a few things that stimulate the brain the way music does. If you want to keep your brain engaged throughout the aging process, this is interesting, listening to or playing music is a great tool. It provides a total brain workout. It releases several neurochemicals, including dopamine to boost pleasure, serotonin to boost immunity and oxytocin that helps us connect with others. There have been many studies to show the positive impact about listening to music that has on the brain. It's including what is known as the Mozart effect. Some of you may have heard of that. Researchers at the University of California, Irvine investigated how listening to music affects cognitive function. Results showed an increase in cognitive function that would last up to 15 minutes after listening. This may seem like a small improvement. However, several others have built on this to discover far more good reasons to listen to music. Research shows that music is good for the heart. It can help with circulation 
and it affects the uh, brain in a positive way. In fact, researchers in Wisconsin also discovered that patients who listen to music while immediately recovering from a heart attack showed a drop in heart and breathing rates. This was linked directly to listening to music. Moreover, after psychological testing, these patients also showed they had less anxiety. So now that we know for sure that listening to music has lots of good positive health benefits, it's time to put on your favorite tunes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, I teach a class on the violet flame and the violet flame is very connected to Mozart music. Really? So, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Ooh, I just got uh, goosebumps. Right. Right. Yeah. So Mozart music actually brings in that energy of the violet flame from transmutation to turn mm. negative imbalance energies into beautiful light. So another tidbit that violet oh. shared. <laughs> <laughs> right? A little bit of insight for a day. Yes. Um, wow. I love the violet flame and the power of the violet flame. And it has lots of healing energy, but it is very connected to Mozart's music. So that's um, interesting. Wow. Really kind of cool to bring that in. I love that, Michelle. Those cards are amazing. I'm going to have to see if we can get those in our store and little tin, because I'm sure our students and customers and community would love to connect. And I, I love the whole idea. So that Thank being you. said, I'm going to go out and search for them, see if we can get <laughs> the store. Well, so, talk to, so talk to us a little bit, because you talk about empowering women and doing that. So do you offer services that people can connect with you? Just just share a little bit more. You also talked about your card deck, which I think is amazing, but I love to give people an opportunity to share some of the things that they offer to clients. Well, gosh, thanks. I, I love coaching women. That's one of my passions, I have to say, and especially around, I mean, I do a lot of leadership coaching, but I also do a lot of life coaching in the self-care space. I think women really struggle with self-care in the midst of life. And most women are focused on taking care of everyone else around them. And they're last on the list. And so one of the things that I've, and I've learned this the hard way myself, because I used to be last on my own list. <laughs> so, you know, it took me a while to figure out if I don't start putting myself on the list, I'm not going to be here. So I need to focus and it's not being selfish to put yourself on the list. It's actually helping others when we help ourselves, just like, you know, putting the oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on your child or, or a loved one. You have to be able to breathe in the air so that you can actually help that other person. And so that's one of the things that I, I really enjoy. The other piece of coaching that I, another sweet spot of mine that I really love helping people with is through loss and transition. So it's very difficult. A lot of us don't talk about loss in a way, whether it's a human or a home or a job or whatever it is. Uh, uh, there's some negative social construct that tells us we shouldn't really be, you know, that's too depressing or, or we don't want to talk about that. Nobody wants to hear about that. And yet 
we're, we're all dealing with it in some form or fashion. All of us have experienced loss in some way. And if we don't talk about it, then you can't move through it. And my belief around that is that if we don't, it gets stuck inside of us. And it's very hard to move forward if we're holding that burden and darkness inside. So yeah, I try to help people move through it. I think I think it's important. I society or the world has made us believe that we need to be positive and uplifting and that all the time. And I'll share a mini story. <clears throat> um, in 2009, I lived in Florida and I lost my job mm. um, because they hired somebody else. So they eliminated my position. My house was underwater in Florida at the time because the economy had dropped. So I had to sell my home. I moved to California where <laughs> Michelle is in San Diego. <laughs> And I thought that I was leaving Florida to go someplace where there were lots of spiritual people and there'd be lots of understanding and I could really step into my spirituality. And I really didn't find that in San Diego personally myself, but I did find a group that I started hanging with. And I think it was like six people. Now imagine mm -hmm. losing your home, your job, moving away, leaving everything, lots of loss. Yeah. And I was having a hard time finding a job in California, getting back on my feet. And I'm very educated. I have great experience. Um, but everybody I spoke to, everybody I met with said, they don't like outsiders and you're an outsider. It's going to be very difficult for you to find something. And I was like, no, no, I can do this. I can find, I met with lots of people, did lots of networking all that. So I was in a really bad, bad spot, emotionally, mentally, everything. And I was surprised that the group sent a spokesperson to come and talk to me to say, until you're in a better place, we really don't want you to come around. You need to work on you before you come and hang out with us. And wow. Right. Right. Yeah, that's horrible. Because people don't know how to deal with somebody that is grieving and has loss. And I was, a, I was in kind of a depressive state even yeah. when I met with people because I was really low. And instead of somebody saying, hey, let me listen to you. Hey, right. let me just sit here and you know hold space and listen to what you have to say so you can get it out. Because you're right. When you pull that stuff in and you hold it, it becomes disease and illness and it affects us physically in so yes. many different ways yes um, you know just holding a space for someone so that they can process and work through those emotions and feelings so they can move through it um and it's something that stuck with me for a long time like yeah yeah really and I never saw them again after that they really mm, disconnected wow. from me totally the whole group did because I was in a bad place and they're like, until you're happy again, <laughs> we wow. don't want you to come back and hang with us anymore. And I was like, Whoa, wow. Yeah. That's wow. that. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. And I think and that's you know what, what that's, but that's what people do. And I, and you're right. Exactly. Right. What you said is that people don't know how to deal with that. You know, it, because it, it, now it, what happens is it, it taps into somebody else's their own loss and they don't want to 
they don't want to feel that they don't want to go there. They don't want to deal with it. Right. Like, it's like, you're reminding them of what they're feeling with their own loss of whatever that might've been, even if it wasn't right present time, it could be something in the past. They just don't want to go there. And I think if you don't go there, you can't get through it and get to the other side. <laughs> in you a know? healthy way, definitely. Yeah. Right. In a healthy yes. way. And, yeah. you know, I think honestly that people have friends and family that feel the same way as that group did. I don't yeah. really want to be around you until you fix yourself. So right. then what happens to us naturally, we stuff it all in and pretend like we're in a really great place and we keep yeah. moving through it and we, we don't heal it. We don't look at it. We don't find a healthy way. So yeah. I'm glad there are people out there like you and I that are willing to sit and hold a space for someone, for them to work through those energies and feel positive again yeah. right yes feel positive because it's a very negative place to be in and I've had people tell me okay your thoughts create your reality so if you're sitting in this really dark place and your brain is working overtime and everything that's wrong with life it is hard to dig out of that hole and so I tell people what are you grateful for what brings you joy just like you yes. said COVID, what? Find the little things because you got to yes. hang on to them because they're going to help pull you out. And people are like, so what you're saying is like <laughs> until you make it. And I'm like, basically, you've got to turn your mind around and see the sunshine and the simpleness and the joy and the gratitude and what you have to pull yourself out because those little bites then become a little bigger and then become a little bigger and then they come a little bigger and it helps you move through that. So that's why that's I love exactly. your cards because I, I love that. And you know, it's funny when you're talking about those little things, we call them joy gems. <laughs> and we say that the joy gems are everywhere if you look for them, because we all have them in our life. And we just, if we're not focused, if, you know, the other thing that you were just speaking to is the reason oftentimes we don't even actually feel like we don't want to feel the pain uh, or the loss or the negativity, whatever it is that's going on, because it, it doesn't feel good. If we could take a moment and just acknowledge it, and then at the same time, be able to say, yeah, and, and the sun, it's blue skies today. It's not raining today. You know, like we've had a lot of rain, more rain than we've had in, I don't even know how long. And so when there's blue skies, I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> it's a blue sky day. Yay. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that my whole day is like perfect. Yay. But I, I had that moment and it does shift the brain chemistry, which is what you're talking about. And I love that. You think one little small thing like gratitude or noticing a joy gem, how's that going to really help? Well, it actually changes the chemistry in our brain when we're grateful when we genuinely are grateful it releases the serotonin which is that happy hormone in our brain and so the more gratitude we can feel we actually naturally then lifts that that negativity in the dark that we're feeling in our in our in our mind so i love that you said that because that's so right on the nose it really can make a difference yeah. So I would tell anyone that's listening today, if you're in that spot of loss of grief or 
that negative cycle and life's really heavy, <clears throat> take some of these recommendations and find those joy gems throughout the day. <laughs> Be grateful for something small. Just take those moments to say, wow, this cup of this cup of tea tastes amazing today. I don't know what it is about today, but it's really great. Or as you said, it's been raining in Colorado for weeks. We've got more rain than we've ever gotten, I think, ever. <laughs> and we're out of drought season. We've been in drought for so long. We no longer have drought and it's July. Um, <laughs> and we haven't even hit snow season. So I can only imagine what that's going to bring. Um, but be grateful for the sunshine. Be be grateful that a friend calls you today. Be grateful for that rose that just bloomed in your backyard. Find yeah. those little things because it makes such a difference just to pause in that second and say, wow, this is really awesome. Thank you so much for me to have this experience or this emotion or this view of this beautiful garden. It mm -hmm. will help you shift through it and out of it if you can yeah. do that and if you need help know there's people like michelle and others out there that are willing to help you walk through that so you can shift your whole entire life so take it take advantage of that because life is supposed to be joyful we're supposed to have a joyful happy life doesn't mean a hundred percent of the time but we're here to create that and it makes a big difference when you can find that. So um, I think it's really important that we have happy lives. I agree. I'm with you. And I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned pausing because that is, that was one of the uh, name of a book that Lalamini, my co-author and I wrote 15 minute pause and how 15 minutes can make such a difference in, in your life that you can pause at any point in time, like it doesn't cost anything, you know, like we well, oftentimes when we think about joy, we think it's going to cost us money to feel joyful, you know, like that we have to go on some magical trip or we have to, you know, spend money on a fancy restaurant or we have to write like, no, it actually is in those small things that you just talked about the, the, the rose in the garden or taking a walk in nature or noticing the blue sky or hey, my hair turned out today. I mean, like that drinking my, I like coffee and I love a good cup of coffee. Oh, I just love it, you know? So it gets my day started. And, and to have those moments to, of appreciation can shift the way you see the day and, and be in the day, you I know? Agree. I agree. I totally agree. Michelle, thank you so much for connecting with us on the show. We'll have her website at the bottom throughout this video. So you can always rewind or go back and look at it. It'll also be in the description on all the platforms. So you can check into what Michelle offers in her website. Thank you for taking the time today. And I hope if you're ever in Denver, you'll, you'll let us know and we'll connect in person. Oh, I would love that. That was, it's just been an absolute delight. So thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. It's been so much fun. And those watching, 
We hope that you have a sacred and magical day and that you'll follow and comment on all of our platforms. Let us know that you're enjoying the show. Uh, Follow us on those platforms. We love to hear from our listeners. So thank you for listening today. And I hope to see you really soon in person at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.